Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. All right, today we are going to share divorce trip to Iceland recap with Jordan Fernie, Charlotte Smith, and Megan Barnum. I am excited to have these guys. I miss them. We were just in Iceland and now we're not. We're home. Back to reality. Um, so let me tell you who these girls are because you probably saw our little divorce trip. Um, if you didn't definitely go check it out because it was magical. Um, but, um, I have Jordan Fernie. Jordan is an entrepreneur. She's been my friend since we were nine. She's created some really rad creative companies like Oh Happy Day and Color Factory. And, uh, she has, three kids, lives in New York city with her husband and cute family and, uh, Megan Barnum. She's a rad single mama right now, uh, who owns her own business. She's does accounting and has five kids. Yes. And she's, she's definitely, uh, showing, showing me two steps ahead, how to do divorce and how to have the life that you want. So thank you for that. Um, I've known Megan since high school, middle school, high school. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. High school. And Charlotte, I've known since Iceland. <laughs> Just kidding. No. So Charlotte, we actually were both bridesmaids for Jordan. And and we have met before. However, we haven't really gotten to know each other until Iceland. So that was magical in itself that Charlotte's that kind of friend who's like, I can be your friend right now. And and she definitely was. And Charlotte is a another single mom who's also two steps ahead of me and just sweet. So I really appreciate. Uh, Jordan one for curating who, who came for this trip because it was an easy and fun trip. If you can find friends that will dance on demand and, and dance in front of a main street or on Are a street. Are you asking me to dance right now, Ashlyn? Is that what? Is, is like, <laughs> I'll do it. I mean, that wasn't even part of the plan of like, Hey, let's make sure we have dance parties everywhere we go, but it just happened. Um, okay. So Jordan, why Iceland and why a divorce trip? Um, so the answer might not be as deep as I could like lie and make it deeper. um, (laughs) Well, so I do believe when I started to see like, um, how like, much pain you were going through, like when you were like in the thick of it. Um, I don't know. I was like, we got to plan something. So you have something to look forward to. And I know that when I've been in like the most challenging places in my life, um, travel for me is a way that I can kind of escape my life, be exposed to a new place, um, learn things. And I have never regretted, even when like, I've been on a trip that like was a bit of a disaster, things went wrong. Like I've it all like in hindsight, it sort of adds up to this like very positive memory. So I just think travel is this like wonderful way to, um, make new memories, add, you know, a layer of new experience, um, go somewhere else, see how other people live. It's just really fun and inspiring to, to do that. So, (laughs) 
um, it was sort of that is like, whenever I've been somewhere crappy <laughs> or in a crappy place in my life, I'm like, you know, buy tickets to a jazz club or I'll, I'll just sort of do things that like, I give myself things to look forward to. So it was sort of that I was like, that would be fun. And then there's this other layer of, you know, there's been a couple times in my life where um, I had something really hard. And one of the hard parts was there was like a perceived stigma around something that happened to me. And I found that like when I kind of owned that stigma, that it made, it took away the shame or it took away the um, whatever that perception was. So um, like I had this uh, employee once who got divorced and she sent out this awesome uh, for Christmas, like she sent out a divorce card <laughs> and it was like this over the top photo of her, like in this amazing, like fur coat, like just looking like a badass. Um, and it was hilarious and like beautiful. And um, the audit, it was like single all the way. And you know what I mean? It was just sort of like owning, like, yo, this happened. Here I am, like still yeah. here. And I love that because we all have things that we go through in our lives that like are challenging or hard. And it's annoying that we're stuck with these like stigmas that like society or whatever has like, we're scared of those, even though like no one's even said something to us in real life or whatever, but we're scared of this judgment or whatever it is. Um, so part of it was that is like, I love the idea of a divorce trip because it's like, let's freaking own this. Look what our lives now. So also I will, you know, technically, I don't think you have to be divorced. I've actually, this is the second divorce trip I've thrown for friends. And like the last one uh, I threw was actually for Charlotte, like last summer. And uh, the other three girls that came with, or like the other three girls weren't uh, divorced. So I don't think like there's a rule that you have to be divorced. That's just how it happened. Um, I am currently married, but like, that's what I'm saying is like, it's not like I made a rule. Like you can only come <laughs> if you get divorced. Like it's sort of just, that's the group we ended up. With. So um, one, I love that because I did push back on, I don't want to do this. Like it was so much, it was overwhelming for me. Yeah. I was a mess. Jordan was I think you were the first person that I told and just fell apart. Um, and it was all over, you know, virtual fall apart because we don't live by each other. Sure. And so, I mean, you pushed in a good way of like, hey, you need this. Let's let me plan it. You found solutions to why I was stressed out yeah. uh, about I didn't want to plan. I, it was overwhelming. And so you just took that. Um, and it's funny you say, yeah, you didn't have to be divorced to be on this trip. And we did, as we were sharing, I think all of us had people responding saying, man, if this is what divorce looks like, sign me up. <laughs> right? like I sort of love that if you're kind of like down in the dumps and you're like, oh, God, I'm going through this hard thing, like make it your life as sexy and fun as possible. Like there's something like empowering in that. I love that. Can I talk about the, when you were overwhelmed, Ashlyn? A yes. Yes. So I remember like trying to tell you, and at first you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then, um, I remember you coming back a, week, a week later and you'd like, yeah, been overwhelmed with something and you just helped Kobe move out or like, you were like that. And you're like, yeah, I can't think about traveling to another country and getting a passport renewed and getting the da -da -da and vaccinated and all this stuff that we have to take care of. And I could tell you just felt overwhelmed, which like, whether you're in the middle of a big life change or not, I think everyone has some version of travel anxiety. Um, and 
I could see that it was, you just felt overwhelmed. And I was like, I'm, so I just remember saying to you, now, if you really, really don't want to go, I'm not going to push you, but maybe let's just keep it on the table and keep talking about it. Cause like, I, I also know I get like that sometimes when I'm like overwhelmed with something at work and I'm like, I, I gotta cancel this trip. It's too much. I can't go. And then I'm yeah. never, I'm always happy. I went like, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's, well, and you made it easy. You were like, I'm still going to plan it. And like, maybe I'll just take my family. And I was like, oh, okay. Like that takes the pressure off me. Like she's not planning it. And then I ditch anyway. So thank you for that. It's true. I had plans for you to come the whole time, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll just take my family. But I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, it definitely helped. Okay. Um, so I want to hear um, Megan and Charlotte. I want to hear, and Jordan as well. I want to hear about one, probably what you felt going into it. Like, were you excited? Were you nervous? Like I was, or you're, you guys are ahead of me in the whole doing the single mom thing. Were you just like, let's do this. I'm super excited. Megan. Um, I was super excited from the get go. Um, I have been single for over a year and I was ready to do something I, like going through COVID with all my kids at home and um, their dad lives up north. So it's like me that is in charge of all these children. Um, actually, my oldest is in college, but um, I needed something to look forward to. Like COVID was hard going through that with all my children. So when Jordan brought it up um, and you were having a little bit of hesitation, I remember feeling like I understood the hesitation because in the beginning of my process, um, I was actually grateful it was COVID. Like nobody knew we were like stuck in our house. Um, and I got to go the first like five or six months with nobody, like even realizing my life had changed. Um, but I remember it being so hard and so deep. And, um, and I sympathized with you because I no way could have like gone on a trip right off the bat. So um, I totally understood that. So I was grateful when you decided, you know, and Jordan kind of <laughs> maneuvered things and we were able to go. So I was ready and super excited about that. I appreciate yeah. that because yeah, you definitely had a very different experience, more isolated, but probably some good and some hard with that. Yeah. Miss Charlotte. Okay. So ever since, I mean, Jordan invited me, you guys had already planned a bit of it. I was like, yes, no way. There's no way I'm missing this. I mean, even up to like a few days before, I was like still figuring out childcare, like having something so fun to look forward to. Yeah. So. And we're so glad you came. Charlotte, I didn't mention, is Jordan's college roommate. That's how they knew each other. Um, okay. Oh. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm not going to let Charlotte get off the hook because she had some anxiety too. I remember calling her and she was like, okay, I think I can get work off, but is this what I want to put my energy into? I, mm. She not like it was like, sure, I can go. Oh, yes. Like, no. He like <laughs> made it a priority. And because I think there's this thing, like everyone has an excuse on why there's something more important. There's not enough money. There's not like, there's always a good reason. It's stressful to not travel. And that's why most people don't travel. Right. So anyway, yes, I just want to give her credit because oh, yes. she, I saw her struggle too. And finally she's like, fine, I'm not missing this. I'm coming. It's true. Yes, you're right. It was like the commitment I needed yep. to get over those things. Yeah. But yes, no, for sure. Trip anxiety. It's yes. real. <laughs> for sure. 
definitely. <laughs> and the packing, the packing anxiety, right? Um, so there you oh, go. Yeah. I visited okay. you. I want to tell the story again, right? Oh my gosh. What? And I visited <laughs> you to look at your packing bag. Yes. Charlotte came to my house, what, days before to see how I was packing. <laughs> You're like, one ball gown. It's very important you bring a ball gown. It's true. She was like, I can't fit both. I'm like, yes, we can. I'm kidding you. We're like we sharing these giant pillows, with ball gowns. <laughs> we did. So these ball gowns definitely. Um, Jordan spoke of the friend who had this ridiculous, not ridiculous, but fun over the top over the picture. Top, over the top. I yeah. I did over the top and ridiculous. I would say because uh, I did bring a ball gown. In fact, I bought I brought two, and yeah. they have trains. Like they're gigantic, but uh, we made it work. And I'm so glad we did because Megan and I got to have this fun, random experience on the beach. <laughs> so, so which they've um, probably seen the pictures. Yes. If you they've haven't, probably seen the pictures. oh my gosh, go look because yeah, just so many random moments, which that's what I want to talk about next. Okay. So we did go into this trip with some intentions of, uh, Hey, we want to each have kind of something planned at least one thing planned where we can say, this is my intention here at this place or where, what we're at, whatever we're doing so that we could take something with us, let something go, that type of thing, or really embrace being in the moment. So I want to hear from each of you. Let's start with Jordan, an experience that you felt, um, gave you the feels because we were being intentional. Um, so there was this time where we had, it's that, of course, the beach, the beach with no name. We stopped at the beach with no name and we were kind of just walking around having a good time. And then all of a sudden Ashlyn's like, oh, I have a present for you. And she like had been collecting all these rocks the whole time. So I don't know if I'm sharing your story, but it basically, we were sitting there and I was kind of processing just kind of letting go of some of the pain I've held on to with some of like some hard experiences the last few years. And, um, I was raised, uh, very religious. And so I just love the idea of like baptizing yourself. I kept like using that as an analogy, kind of as a joke, cause I just love it. Um, but like we, we were sitting there and all of a sudden I just like took off my clothes, got down to my skivvies and like ran into the freezing cold ocean and um, mentioned like it's wave, powerful. <laughs> the wave just came over and like knocked me over, completely covered me. Like when I got undressed later, there was like a pound of sand in my underwear. Um, but I think Megan actually documented it. I wasn't yes, trying to I'm so glad. <laughs> anyway, it definitely like, I don't know. It was like cathartic, right? It was mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not like a super hippy dippy person, but uh, like I was letting something go. Yes. I love that. And I'm so glad Megan caught that on video because we were all in separate spaces on the beach. And so we were all in our own little world. And so I think Megan must've just glanced up and like, what is Jordan doing video? And I loved it. <laughs> so Megan, let's hear about yours. Okay. And I do document everything. So that's pretty much how I was able to catch her. Um, okay. Like my moment. Camera. On. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> anybody that knows me knows that about me um so mine I I was married for over 20 years um almost 22 years and that is more than half of my life and so I've had this partner for you know more than I don't know 
And I think, you know, anybody that's been married for a long time um, knows that it, you're kind of like, you, you don't know who you are as an individual, really. Um, and so having gone through the past, you know, 12 to 14 months alone, um, I had to learn to like find who I was again and also feel strong. Um, I mean, in the beginning, I did not feel strong at all. I felt very weak and um, it, it was one of the hardest things. Well, it was the hardest thing I've ever gone through. But um, the moment that, so we were driving on some road that we call Waterfall Road. The girls know oh, what I'm yes. talking about. <laughs> and I think Jordan and Charlotte were really tired. They were kind of like sleeping. And I saw like, a, I was driving and I saw a pull off. And, um, I pulled over cause it, you could tell there was like an attraction or something, but I couldn't see anything. And I was like, Oh, there's gotta be something here. So we pulled over and Ashlyn and I were like, we're going to go check it out. So we just went by ourselves and we, we were wearing flip-flops cause we were getting and out it's of the freezing. car. <laughs> yeah. It's totally cold. Um, and it's just a little hike. We hike up to this gigantic waterfall and we happen to be there all by ourselves. Um, and you could feel like the water just kind of hitting you. And Ashlyn, she turned to me and she's like, okay, what's our, cause every day we're trying to come up with some intention of like what we saw or um, just really making it like in the moment. And so we could remember these specific moments. And um, I remember just feeling like the waterfall was so strong <clears throat> and um, she looked at me and I just said, I feel like we need, instead of like leaving something, cause we had been leaving stuff at places like grief or whatever. Um, I felt like so strong from the waterfall. And I said, I think we should take strong, like strength from this waterfall. Um, because that was probably one of the first moments I realized that I felt strong. I felt strong finally um, through the course of everything that I've gone through. I don't know why I'm getting emotional, but because um, it was powerful. I felt, <laughs> I'm like, I remember. This <laughs> yeah, I felt super strong and I was proud of myself for like becoming an individual person again. And, um, and it just gave me the strength that I needed. And it was just a moment with you, especially just us two, because we've kind of had some deep conversations about um, life and everything and getting divorced. Ashlyn was married almost just as long as I was. So um, it was just like a really magical moment. Aww. Yes, that was, that was what you both have shared moments I was going to share. See, that's how awesome <laughs> it was that we both were all feeling these, but I mean, we could say every day there was a magical moment really, but Megan, yes. And I'm glad that I picked up my camera and, and made you repeat what you said, because now I have that on my phone. I have that documented forever because it was really powerful. And it was just this random, both those moments that you shared were not planned, you know, Jordan's yeah. and Megan, they were just moments that we let ourselves be in that space and really be present. We were actually missed a bunch of things after because we were having those random moments, but well, I don't care. Like, do we, any of us care? No, like we right. well, it. It, real quick the we had like a schedule, like we're going to go here and here and here, which was so good because I feel like we would have missed a ton of stuff had we not. But the moment that Jordan had was totally, it wasn't even on the schedule. We just yeah. like pulled over. Um, so 
sometimes, you know, these moments, like those special moments for both of us were just so random. I think yes. too, that is the beauty of travel, right? So you have, you plan what you can, but you know that if something's special, you're going to check it out or you're going to be curious and you're in this new environment. So leaving enough space or being able to like, I hate both. I hate showing up somewhere and like nothing's planned and I have to figure out what to do. Then I I don't have fun either. But if I hit the opposite where it's so rigid that you can't yeah. explore, or can't look or take extra time if you want to, Charlotte. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's so easy to um, have random moments in Iceland because everywhere you pull over, you're like, oh my oh, gosh, look at this. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're like getting sick of waterfalls. We're like boring. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> they are so pretty. Right now. Yeah. Okay. So I had this intention to live in the moment, um, like with you guys and just feel and just kind of create moments in within what we're doing because sometimes it's easy to forget to do that, even if you're in a beautiful place. But it wasn't very hard in Iceland, I don't think, because the landscape was so raw and powerful. It felt like it was kind of easy to get in the moment for me. Did you guys? And maybe yes. it's because I was with you guys and you were being very- For me, it was a different trip I've ever had. And I think so the same, like the, the yeah. I felt like the earth, you could feel the earth changing in so many different ways. So yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, cause I mean, we walked on a glacier and we saw, uh, volcano and like all these things it's just it, yeah it was amazing it was crazy and it just like hit in the heart but I would say like a part I really loved was when it was after the beach scene it was so fun to create that moment like with the guys the cadets and then um it was Wait, that you, you have to explain that because they won't know what that means maybe <laughs> oh my gosh okay so they got in their dresses which Ashton's like okay I think this is it because she had seen pictures of this beautiful, is it called the Black Beach? I'm not sure. Black Sand Beach. Black Sand Beach, yeah. I was, and she's like, let's just do it here. But the wind was crazy. It was crazy. But I'm so glad she just said, let's just so do like, it. I mean, and she had just thought about you doing. So she was putting, you guys, There were they brought these prom dress, or what would you call them? Sorry, ball, ball gowns. <laughs> so we're like, where are we going to take pictures? Because it's weird. Yeah. You're like, do we get them out? Like, are, we've just been hiking. So we're like... Yes. Like we look cute. We actually had just gotten off the glacier lagoon. So we were like yeah. destroyed. We yeah. did not look beautiful. Yes. yes, no, it's true. I was like, you know, I'm cold. Sorry, I'm just setting the scene because so yes. finish that no, story. Set the scene. Yeah. Yeah, set the scene, set the scene. So yeah, so but Ashton was like, we're just gonna do it. And so she went over there, got dressed like next to the cliffs, and we started taking photos. And then Megan got into one and they oh man. These cadets, actually, I want someone else to tell the story. It is so funny, but I'll tell you my intention part. Um, I mean, my part that I'm talking about. We just went up, we walked up this cliff after that, but it had already been so fun. And like, we just were watching these birds. We were looking for puffins. And it was also a random spot. I mean, it's not like yeah. go hike up the side of that cliff. Yeah. And I had seen so many places in Iceland with a cliff with like birds flying around. And, but we were just like up there with the birds on the top of this cliff. Oh, it felt so good. It just like, it felt so good. And um, I think what Megan said about like feeling the power of things, it was, it was like receiving to me, receiving the beauty and like 
the interactions and and I think receiving the joy also made me feel pain though. It's interesting. Yeah, but my intention, so yeah. I love that. And uh, we have, I, I think all of us have video of just that moment of watching the birds, you know, just because it was something like, how do I keep this in my brain forever? Because mm -hmm. it was like, we were right up there with them and the sun doesn't really set there during, you know, <clears throat> when were we there? Jill, June. And so, yeah, we got to see it all. And it was late at night, uh, probably what, nine, 10. I don't know what time it was. We were supposed to meet at nine and we went late. Okay. <laughs> Memory. Yes. So, and it was some random, like we were walking the trail and a local said, go over here instead of where we were going. Yeah. So yeah, Charlotte, yeah. it wasn't the, the spot to go. It was just random. So, um, I will tell the quick finish up to the ball gown, um, so I hurry and put on the dress. The wind is, I mean, it's usually 80 miles an hour at this beach. And so it's intense. I, Charlotte actually took a picture of me in my, you know, my normal Iceland hiking gear with my hiking boots on the same rock. I took one with the ball gown and there's a stark difference. One looks awesome and one doesn't. <laughs> and, and so that was itself. So Megan, I'm doing this weird, like photo shoot. There's people watching us. Jordan's laughing, you know, and it's just random. Megan gets in a ball gown. So we're there together. We're, oh, you know, it was just wacky. So these boys come up, they're probably old enough to be our children. And Hey, can we get a picture with you girls? And it was just, it felt meant to be for a divorce strip, right? You it know. was amazing. Wait, <laughs> I think I should get to tell it. Okay, I do have to tell this part. I, I swear there was 20 of these boys. Like, there it felt this, like they were everywhere. It did. There, there's these like attractive young men and they're young. Like they're clearly like, it looks college age or whatever. Anyway, they come, they come over and ask for a photo and we're like, are you oh, kidding yes. me? This is for a divorce trip. And like, that is like the best idea for a photo is like just being like strong, like young men draped all over. So like they were all kind of like standing in a row and Charlotte is so good at this. She goes in and like, like is like wrapping everyone's arms around the girls and everyone's just laughing. And the boys are like, this is the best day of my life. And like from laughter because it's like so amazing. And so we're like, where are you guys from? And they, they're all uh, West Point cadets. So it's like, you know, thank you for your service. And also give me a prop in our photo here. And they did a great job and very good looking. I asked them for one with their shirts off. I can tell a couple of them were interested. Anyway, that's so oh, and and there was actually only six of these boys. <laughs> And if you see the picture of me, like a ton. oh, it felt like so much. I am so uncomfortable. <laughs> I, it's 22 years I've been with the same man. And so I've turned off my eyes, my heart, all of it. And so to have these boys with their arms wrapped around me, I'm like, I don't know how to be normal. <laughs> so <it's awesome. laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. So, 
It was good. And one of my favorite pictures is that, and Charlotte is a great photographer. So thank you for that. And taking that moment in and thank you, Jordan, for laughing. And I wish I had video of the, the Jordan and Charlotte part because we only have it of us. But you guys- This is too good to be true. This is too good to be true. This, I just kept thinking it really was. It was so cute. I like moved one of them away so that it was because of the colors. Like he had the same sh color shirt as one of your dresses. And he was like, oh, like so sad that he couldn't be the one holding, you know, it was so cute. And like, I kept hearing being like, yeah, I'll put my hand there. Of course. Yes, please. This is the best thing ever. Yeah. I'm sure we gave him a show because those dresses were, yes. Um, but all I, right. think, I feel like that scene though was so much like how much we all were willing to make things special and fun yes it's and random like because yes. that that was like a we were being super extra at that point like you could look at me and be like what is ashlyn's problem why is she making but, this yeah. so ridiculous but, but you even all jumped in but even bringing awesome. those dresses yeah. on the plane remember they're like you can't have like four things in your hands on the plane and i was like yes we're I not letting go of it. <laughs> my pillow <laughs> yes it was awesome like, and it took up like half the car. Yes, I'm just saying, I think some people would be like, it's not worth it. Don't do it. I'm so glad that I got to travel with you guys and you were like, no, it, it is worth it. It's fun. Yes. Yes. Okay. It was awesome. Okay. So I'll, let me t share my quick one. And then I have one other. Um, mine was same spot as Jordan. So we'd had our alone time. Jordan had gone in in her undies and she came over and was like, Hey, come with me over here. We're going over to Charlotte and Megan. And so I, we run over there and it was, I did say, and so did Charlotte, like, I want this moment at, in Iceland where we're facing whatever the landscape and I have my top off and I'm, you know, backless backside to the camera. Um, I've never, ever been someone who's been that free with nudity. And then you put in my story of betrayal and, and my husband's addiction to pornography. Like I clearly have some holdups around nudity and a woman's body. Plus, like you said, Jordan, I was raised in a very conservative, yeah. yeah conservative religion where, yeah, it was just a, like you stay modest, whatever that definition is for you. We go over there and we're like, okay, hey, we're going to have this bosom buddies moment where we take off our tops and face the ocean. Right. And so that in itself was really freeing for me to be able to, we're just going to put our arms out and set the camera on timer and we're going to do it. And I will say the beach was like, no one is there. Right. Because it's just some random no name beach. So that felt awesome. And then it was like, actually, I want to do this. I wanted to do a full nude from the back, which that for me, I don't know how to explain it well, but it really was just me shedding so many of these really old narratives that it wasn't okay, that a woman's body is only sexual and that it couldn't just be. And so it was, I mean, we started day one, Hey, we have to shower in front of each other. Cause we're going to a million hot Springs. And we were all like, Oh, this is, we don't do this in America, um, but we did it. And I do. Yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte's, Charlotte's way ahead like of me. so comfortable with her body. I'm like uh, traumatized from yes. PE in middle school. Yeah. Low. Um, yeah, but this podcast is like super scary for me. So there we go. We all have different scaries, right? 
So that was really freeing for me on so many different levels. And then to see those people who follow me on my mama bear fitness, be so happy and proud of me instead of shaming me and saying, you can't be both. You can't be the girl who says, you know, these things hurt me. Don't do that. And then be this over here. They were like, go, that's amazing. Good for you. And so it just felt like a powerful shift for me in that moment, even though, you know, it could have been nothing to anyone else. It was big for me. So thank you for being there for that and seeing all my imperfections and my nakedness. Um, okay. So we're leaving out a big one. I think that all of us had like a, all the feels and it's Jordan's surprise of, we went on this (laughs) volcano, the active volcano in Iceland. We went on a helicopter uh, tour, which was a surprise in itself. She tricked us and said, we we're going to some research wart center, which we were all backing her. Like, this sounds like a great idea, Jordan. <laughs> and then she's all, no, you guys, we're going actually somewhere awesome. And so we were already blown away. We're going in a helicopter. We're going to see this active volcano. And then we're, as we're getting there, he's like, yeah, we're going to land. And we can only land for a few minutes because of the ash and the gases and things. And it was like, so it was just so many feelings at once. Um, Jordan, I like the way you describe it. So can you describe the feelings of flying over and then landing? I don't know which ones you're talking about, but like I was watching the video the other day and like, I'm literally making the noise like, <laughs> like, like, and that was lit by like reaction to seeing like live lava coming out of a mountain and you're just like, wait, wait, this is happening? Like it was truly... I don't know. I feel like I've seen a lot. I've traveled a lot. I've done, and it was incredible. Um, it like was shocking mm-hmm. and it was such a special, beautiful experience. Like, I guess too, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I've seen pictures of volcanoes and, you know, since you're little, you're like, oh yeah, this is my science project where lava comes out of my paper mache, you know, science project, or like, I know what that is supposed to look like but when you actually see it it's like it was visceral it was mm-hmm. so I had no expectations I didn't even know they landed um my, I have an employee and she helped me plan this and I have really bad ADD so most of the time she's just like correcting my spelling or whatever but she does like to plan and so she helped me plan this and um so she had kind of taken co- care of some of the details and yeah, I was like, wait, what's happening? Wait, what? 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 It was like shocking. Um, anyway, that's my story. Yes. I think it, for me, that's why I wanted you to describe it. The, uh, because it is in the videos, all of us are like, oh, I don't know what to feel because it was so many, I feel like conflicting feelings. Like I'm scared. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. And also I'm crying because this is beautiful and it's like nothing I've ever seen, but also it's everything I've seen. It was confusing. And also, are we going to die? Cause you're yes. like flying over like lava, but also lava is right there. Like it was crazy. No, yeah. it's true. There was a point I looked back and all of your faces had tears down. Them. I was just, and that's, that's what it felt like. It just felt, you couldn't, you couldn't like escape from the raw emotion. Well, and out of all the pictures that we took, mm-hmm. like the one with all of us with the volcano behind it, I don't know. It just sums up the whole trip, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for that, because I think all of those were so powerful. Um, 
all the ones we mentioned were not planned, all of our moments, um, but that one was planned. And truly, like I said, every moment of this trip had a moment to remember and it was special and it was kind of over the top where it was like, this doesn't feel real. So, you know, when people are like, this looks crazy, how are you doing all these things in so many days? Are you sleeping? And it's like, actually, no, we're not really sleeping. And <laughs> the sun never sets. So it was like, we checked in at 11 PM at night and we're, oops, sorry. Like we're loud. We forget. It felt like 7 PM. It was, it was crazy, but it was also, it really was one of the best trips of my life. And that's pretty unique to just show up. We, you know, we don't see each other, hang out with each other on a regular basis. And then we have this really magical trip because we're all in it for the same kind of outcome. We want to make it memorable and intentional. So um, can I make one comment on that? Yeah. So I lo love to travel a lot and I like, that's my way to like escape my day-to-day -day anxiety um, is like have this thing to look forward to. And then it, you know, puts me in a different place mentally. So, um, I have learned though, cause I've taken trips with other people and sometimes people who are like your best friend and such a good person to like hang out with is actually not a good person to travel or not a good fit mm. to travel with. And I think that like everyone has different travel anxieties. Everyone has uh, different, um, things that they stress about, um, or different, things they value. So like, um, we ate at some great restaurants. Um, not everyone wants to, lots of people don't care about food and they're like, yeah, buy whatever's at the grocery store. But like eating at a great, a great meal is like how I experience the world. Like I love a good meal. Like that's what I spend my money on. Um, and then same thing, like other people want to go, go, go. I went on a trip once where like people like woke up early and like went super hard. And I was expecting to like hang out on the beach that trip. And like, I realized I was like, wait, we got to go, 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 go. So setting everyone's expectations about, um, the pace of it, the schedule, what, what everyone's trying to do so that if there are differences that everyone can like be okay with adjusting, um, but yeah, if, if someone wants to like spend their time going to great restaurants and the other person's like resentful that they're <laughs> having to spend money on a meal, like that's going to take the trip, right? So there's things like that, like practical things that if you kind of align beforehand on what you value and what you want to do together, that really helps. Yes. Spoken agreements and expectations. And that was very clear on this trip. So thank you for that. Um, okay. So one last question before we end. I want to know what your be the Buffalo moment was in Iceland. So something that was scary or hard for you that you just did, and it was maybe out of your norm. So who wants to go first? I can go first. Um, mine was the nakedness, truly. Um, the first hot spring we went to and like, there's like 60 year old women just like butt naked and we got our swimming suits on and we were going to go like rinse off to get into the first hot spring. And they're like, no, you can't wear your swimming suit. You have to be naked. And we all look at each other like, what? <laughs> um, and, you know, we went to like 12 hot springs. So we had to do this like 12 <laughs> times. And um, I feel like it just got easier. And to me, that might sound silly because it's not like a huge moment, but um and I wasn't even raised in <laughs> yeah. the religious culture, but I, it, it was something that I had to like 
I guess for myself kind of overcome and I really loved it like I was like I wish the United States was more like this because it wasn't sexualized at all it was just I mean there were a time that we were in a hot spring and there were like 70 year olds to five-year-olds and they all I mean you looked around and they all felt completely normal standing and talking to one another there were groups of like 13 year old girls like just hanging out talking like they're probably buddies at school and there wasn't one moment of sexualness and yeah. um or hiding yeah, they were just like was, yeah we're just talking yeah yeah they didn't they didn't cover it all they weren't standing like this they were just standing like I have clothes on so yes I love that thank you Megan I'm right there with you um Charlotte um I'm trying to think about it I I feel like just going on the trip Like it's, I mean, Jordan created this beautiful gift and she invited me with her childhood, some childhood friends. I just like, it's kind of interesting just going through what I've gone through and stuff, like accepting such a beautiful thing. It's so weird how much it brought up a lot of me, like even just like, how do I get to be here? Mm-hmm. It's like a worthiness thing, yeah. almost, you know what I mean? But I was there, it's too bad. You are worthy of here you know so I think it was just like more that emotional thing overall was buffalo I love it okay Jordan I am so bad at this uh I should have had this prepared again um you know there's little things I think that I, I know myself, I get like PMS really bad. So like, I was like, when I looked at my little app that tells when I'm going to be PMSing, I was like, oh guys, officially on Tuesday, don't <laughs> listen to anything I say. And if I act weird, just pretend like you don't notice me. I'm like a three-year-old tantrum in the corner. Anyway, there was one day where I woke up grumpy and like everyone of course was like really cool and like Anyway, they were really nice and like gave we me bought candy. You a candy bar. Yeah, they treat <laughs> like a three-year-old. But um, I think, you know, part of just like getting older is knowing yourself and knowing what to ask for and what to like set expectations so that I feel safe and um, loved and uh, through like that type of experience when you have specific needs. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a Buffalo, but like, I feel like that's something that I only learned in the last few years is to really ask for what I need and get my own needs taken care of. Which is a big deal. And even now, some people still don't talk about, Hey, I'm going to be PMS this day. Like that is for a lot of people, a big deal. So, and I'm grateful for that. So, um, (laughs) thanks for loving me. Even when I'm grumpy, guys, you know, it's like, you remember check your calendar. (laughs) We're okay. Um, no, we all show up in those moments. So, Mine, I'm going to say was just choosing to do the trip um, in general, because it was in the midst of just turmoil and pain and grief. And I wasn't all the way through it. I'm still going through it, uh, but in such a different place. So the trip itself of saying, Hey, I'm going to do this, asking Kobe, you know, for his support. And that was scary because truthfully, Iceland is where Kobe wanted to go all these years and we never did. And so I felt really guilty saying, Hey, this is where we're going, even though I didn't pick it. Um, but he was so supportive of that. So it felt like, okay, 
that was hard, but guess what? He, we can do this and my kids are totally fine and they're going to have fun and I'm going to have fun. I was completely in that trip. I didn't, I mean, I had like two little baby moments where I was like, I got pulled into the at home like drama, but otherwise I was just there. I didn't worry about work. I didn't worry about my kids being okay or whatever. It just felt so good. Uh, so that was mine was just even saying, let's do this. Um, second one would definitely be the nakedness, <laughs> the nakedness on the beach. That was because I'll be super honest when I was like, Hey, I want to do this. I kind of thought you guys would be like, okay, do it. And like, leave. And you're all like, okay, do it. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it's probably hang out. I mean, I wasn't looking. I was gonna like. I know you weren't. It was just hilarious. <laughs> no, it was awesome. So it was so good for me. So I love you, girls, and I loved this trip. And Jay, Jordan, thank you again for giving this gift. Okay, so I hope the listeners know that. I mean, we did this for our own benefit—a little journal for ourselves, but also for you. I hope that you feel empowered to say, "Hey, whether it's like I'm going to have a staycation trip and it's my divorce trip, doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be something that you're spending a ton of money on or time. If childcare and work is hard, uh, figure something out. Do something for yourself. Do something with the people that you love and who are supporting you, and go be the buffalo and have that moment." Like you got to make your own reality. So just call your friends and say, Hey, do you want to go on a hiking trip with me or a long weekend or doesn't have to cost money, but like, what's something you've always wanted to do and do it. Thanks for being here with me today. Whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. Until next time, be the buffalo.